smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast good morning i'm shalini umachandran and this is mint light morning shot a quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day so grab a cup of coffee and let's get started Prime Minister Narendra Modi has said the government and other agencies should use its experience of organizing massive elections to streamline the speedy delivery of COVID-19 vaccines to every citizen. The center states corporates and non-profits could work together to plan for cold storage chains, monitoring mechanisms and advance assessment, he said. Meanwhile, Union Home Minister Harshvardhan has finally admitted that India is in the throes of community transmission of coronavirus. after denying it for months the army and disaster response teams have rescued more than 20000 people in karnataka the krishna and bhima rivers are in spate chief minister b s yadurappa said many villages in kalaburagi vijayapura yadgir and raichur districts were completely or partially submerged the flooding has been caused by heavy rains in the past week He said he plans to do an aerial survey of the areas on Wednesday. This is the third time the state has been hit by floods in the past 3 months because of heavy monsoon rains. Water released from dams in neighboring Maharashtra have added to the flooding. It's been raining heavily in Maharashtra too and at least 48 people have died. Lakhs of hectares of crops have been damaged. Over the last few days Telangana has also been battered by floods and at least 50 people have died. The Telangana government has requested the center to release 1350 crore rupees as immediate assistance. It wasn't too much of a surprise when Jacinda Ardern's Labour Party returned to power on Sunday in New Zealand. They got the biggest vote share in more than 50 years. New Zealand went to the polls on Saturday. Ardern, who won largely on her handling of the COVID-19 outbreak, has said she will work to revive the economy as well as tackle social inequality. She said she plans to form her government in 3 weeks after holding talks with her ally the Green Party, though Labour has a clear majority. On Sunday, Bolivia went to the polls hoping to end a year of unrest after protests led to the resignation and exile of Evo Morales. He's the country's first indigenous president who held office since 2006. The allegations were that he rigged the election last October. It's something his supporters deny, saying that a right-wing coup led to his ouster. The interim president Jeanette Anais pulled out last month from the presidential race. Morales's Mass Party, which is based on socialist principles, is leading the opinion polls so far. The party's presidential candidate is Luis Arce. The election has been postponed twice so far due to COVID-19. Large corporate and business houses donated 92% of the funds that the five national political parties received in 2018-19. This is according to a report from the Association for Democratic Reforms that tracked down donations of more than 20,000 rupees that political parties received. The five main parties whose funds it tracked are the BJP, the Congress, the NCP, CPM and Trinamool Congress. Corporate donations to national political parties crossed 875 crore in 2018-19. That's a rise of 107% from the previous year. 
electoral trust led by the Tata Group controlled Progressive Electoral Trust were the top donors. They gave parties close to 70% of their funds. Of the five national parties, the BJP received the maximum donations of 698 crore rupees from more than 1500 corporate donors. The Congress followed and the NCP is in third place for the highest corporate donations. Ethiopia is trying to stamp out counterfeiting with new currency notes. One of the benefits of this has been bringing people who never had a bank account into the financial system. Over the past 4 weeks, 1 million previously unbanked Ethiopians have handed in 20-year-old banknotes. They were given a bank account from which they can withdraw the new notes. Ethiopia's central bank is trying to counter cash hoarding, which enables corruption and illegal trading as well as black money. Only 35% of Ethiopian adults had a bank account in 2017. That's way behind its neighbor Kenya, where the ratio is 82%. This is according to World Bank data. While Kenya's demonetization process last year went smoothly, now South Sudan is also contemplating demonetization to curb illicit financial flows. In India in 2016, 500 and 1000 rupee notes were demonetized for similar reasons, but the results were not as expected. Economic growth slowed and millions of daily wage earners lost their livelihoods. A series of typhoons in South Korea has caused a rather unusual catastrophe. There's a shortage of the cabbage that's used to make kimchi, the popular South Korean dish. Fields of cabbages were wiped out across the country due to extreme weather, and it caused prices of cabbage to surge over 60%. At this time of the year, people usually buy cabbages and other vegetables in bulk and then season it with spices and ferment it for months for the next year. But this year a long rainy season and three typhoons caused flooding in August and September. It damaged crops and disrupted supplies. The prices of fresh food rose 22% last month to the highest since 2011. Daesung, which is South Korea's top kimchi producer, said it has temporarily suspended online sales because of the shortage. Another food company, CJ Chael Jadang, said it's looking for alternative supplies to meet demand. Demand is especially high this year as more people eat at home due to the pandemic. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Uma Chandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shalini MB or on Facebook and Instagram at HT Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins. Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.